This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Agency Intelligence Podcast, where it's real agents inside real agency telling you the real artificial or the real agency intelligence, not the artificial intelligence they try to make believe in the industry where we discuss it right here. Now, remember to be part of agency intelligence, you've got to be actually working in the agency. And I even prefer the owners and the doers and the managers. And that's what we've got here today for you. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. Everybody, before I get on to the flood guru, I want to let you know about Brainshare. Brainshare is sold out. I do have a waiting list that you can go sign up on Um, right now. I think there's only like five or six people on there. But as people um, come in, I also do think I'm going to have an extra five seats. I just, because it's something I planned, but then I also got an influx that I wasn't planning. But um, we're going to probably be, hopefully, being able to get about five more seats. Maybe we won't find out until like July or August. But if you can get on that wait list, I will call you personally and we will review and talk about it and see if it's a good fit for you. It is sold out though, but you can go to AIBrainShare.com, click on the waiting list, uh, just get on there and put your name and it'll come to us and I'll reach out to you. Uh, Hope that you are able to get it. I apologize for it selling out. It was invite only. Like I said, Neon, something you've been hearing a lot about, some of the stuff that Seth Sarimba and some agents are really working hardcore on is gonna be discussed there. It's gonna be uh, shown kind of to the public for the first time ever. And because of that, I had to kind of control the eyeballs because keep in mind that what he has developed in other agents, he gets a lot of the credit for it, but there's a bunch of agents behind the scenes that are creating this, that it's so powerful and so big for the industry that there's a possibility that if it got into the wrong people's hands, it could actually work against us and it's not going to. And uh, some really exciting things as this year goes, I'm going to talk to you more about some of the stuff that is going on um, with Neon. But right now, I've been told that I got to keep things under wraps and I've signed non-disclosure, so I just can't do it. But loyal listeners, I'll do every chance I can to get it into you. And I will tell you, for you guys who are Mastermind members, they know a little bit more because uh, sometimes Seth is, in, or Seth is in our Mastermind and he will sometimes talk a little bit more openly about it. And I want to welcome uh, anybody to that. If you go to insuranceagencyintelligence.com, insuranceagencyintelligence, in the last year, especially the last like six to eight months, like the mastermind is exploding. We've got over 35 new agents. They're loving it. They're saying they're getting a ton of help. And so I just encourage you, if you go to insuranceagencyintelligence.com, you can see at the top, you'll see our podcast and everything. Just hit on the mastermind. And when you click that, you'll see a picture of all of the mastermind members there. Just look at the talent. Look at the people. The people that I'm trying to achieve to be like are in the mastermind. And I 
I, I'm telling you, check it out. But anyways, before without going on, I just want you to know about AIBrainShare.com. Click on the wait list. Go into insuranceagencyintelligence.com. Check on podcasts. Let's try and become a member of Mastermind. It is where the elite champions hang out. And if you're a champion, you're invited. So let's get now on to where I, uh, the main guest, the main reason, the main dude, the dude doing something that I know no one else is doing. And if they're doing it, they're not doing a good job because he's because le- he's letting everybody know. And I want to introduce to you guys, Mr. Chris Green of Community First Agency, but he's actually known as the flood guru. How are you doing, Mr. Chris Green? I am good. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. As you know, it's long overdue. I mean, uh, we've been talking eight, nine, ten months about getting this on the books, and uh, I knew the right time would come. And and one of the things that's why is it the right time? Well, we're having a lot of floods, and I'm thinking to myself, the we've been talking about making this happen, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna pin him down. He pinned me down, and here we go. And I hope you guys, you loyal listeners, enjoy this. Let's let's start with the real basics, though, Chris. Uh, let them know: Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? iPhone all day long. iPhone all day long. Yeah. Okay. I even have an iMac, a MacBook Pro, everything. Yeah. Yeah. If you can tell, he's a geek. That's why he's he's bought in. He drinks the Kool Aid, folks. He drinks the Kool Aid. So, what do you like to do? Do you hate to win or you love to lose? Yeah, I hate to win. I mean, I hate to lose. I yeah, yeah, I hate to lose. That's right. That's right. Love to win or hate to lose. My fault. Yes, that's right. I mean, you hate to lose. That's you, huh? I could say that that pit fits your personality. Uh, that definitely seems like it. I think you get off when you win, but I think you've got a you've got a deep competitiveness about you. Did you did you play did you play uh, college or high high school athletics? I would have played college football, but I was in a car accident two weeks before I would have signed my letter of intent. Where were you going to go? Jacksonville State, where I ended up going anyway, and I walked on, but I had a back injury, so I had to quit, or I would have been possibly paralyzed. Man, so well, man, holy cow, well. That doesn't surprise me that usually college athletes are make some uh, sometimes the best producers or best insurance agents out there because they're competitive and that's and that's what you've got to be basically in any business but this is a cutthroat business and you gotta you gotta work it you know what I'm talking about so Chris uh, what do you think has been more involved what has got you where you are more your talent or your luck my luck your luck okay why would you say that because I think luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So it's just a matter of the two worlds finally coming together at the perfect time and everything just kind of starts to fall in place, but none of it falls in place if you don't prepare your entire life for it. Right. Okay. I can agree with that. And there is no disagreeing. No one could really disagree with that because that's what it is. What'd you say it is? It's when preparation meets opportunity. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's exactly right. And then, and I've heard that before, and that makes a ton of sense. There was one thing that I, that I heard when it comes to, there's so many people I have on here that will say that it's 100% skill, that they don't believe in luck. And I guess really we need to define one of these times, Chris, what luck is, because I think it's exactly what you said. And I think if everybody went by that definition, I think they would all agree that the luck has been a part of their life because we have prepared for that. You know what I mean? At the same time, when a person who's never shot a basketball in their life throws it backwards over their head from half court and makes it, you would say, well, they never they never prepared, but the opportunity was there. But I guess they did prepare in the fact that they put themselves available to be able to be uh, called for that position. And then the opportunity just met right. I guess preparation doesn't mean you have to shoot a basketball all the time. Sometimes it's being in the right place at the right time. 
and then the opportunity comes comes about. So that that kind of makes sense. I I like that. I also John C. Maxwell says that in a world ruled by law, not governmental law, like the law of gravity, the laws of all the physics, the laws of leadership, the every law, everything is governed by laws. He says in a universe ruled by law, coincidence is impossible. And that makes sense. If you really think deep about that, loyal listeners, you really think deep about that, Chris, it makes sense that if everything happens per for a reason, then for those to cross is impossible. So I just thought in a universe ruled by law. So it makes you curious, where is the universe not ruled by law? Maybe it is here on earth, but not other places. All right. All right. Def, def enough of that. But we'll get on to, we'll get on to the, uh, we'll get on to the real thing. So now I, I think they need to know, Chris, that like at a 100% respect for you, I think that like what you're doing is phenomenal. You've created a brand. You're doing a lot of different stuff. I want you to take us back to as far back as you want to go and bring us forward so that we can, we can you know, relate to you before we carry on with what you've gone now. I'll go all the way back to really when I started working on my uh, master's degree, uh, which my master's degree is in emergency management with a focus in hazard and flood mitigation. And so I graduated with that back in 07, got into the insurance industry kind of by accident. I just wanted to go do national catastrophe stuff. And I, I got into the sales side and I really enjoyed it. Well, I went to buy a house back in 2012. Two weeks before closing, the lender comes to me and says, hey, your flood insurance is going to be $3,000 a year. And the last four deals have fallen apart because of it. I said, no, that's not right. I said, I studied this for two years. And I said, there's some grandfather laws, there's some compliance laws. So I started looking at it. And sure enough, uh, I was able to show that the house was built to compliance. I was able to grandfather that house back to the original flood map of 82 with a rate of 350 a year. And the realtor and the lender were like, you know, how did you do that? I said, well, this is what my background's in. I said, unfortunately, a lot of people just don't know about it. They think there's only one option. And so, you know, fast forward it, the house has been sold four times and the customer still has the same rate because I've been helping them do uh, policy transfers. Well, through that whole process, you know, I went to work for, you know, Liberty Mutual for five years. Then I went to work for MetLife for a year and a half before going independent. But through all that, what I started to learn was, you know, there's not any education. There's not any resources out there to help these people understand not just their options, but all the different scenarios. So when I started my independent agency, that was one of the things that was really important to me was education. Because I grew up with a severe learning disability, wasn't even supposed to go to college, but ended up graduating top of my class for my master's. And so education's always been something that's really important to me. Well, we started Community First with, you know, helping those schools and everything. The flood stuff just kept coming up. And I kind of feel like sometimes you could be punished if you ignore maybe what God's trying to put in front of you. And so a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what? We're going to take this. We're going to focus on it. And we're going to be the best at the best. And I said, we're not going to focus on 30 different lines. We're going to focus on this one thing because this is what makes us great. And so the flood insurance grew. The website was kind of a joke. I just wanted something that started a conversation. Well, what happened is people started learning about our educational background. And they said, oh, you really are the guru on this. And it just kind of took off. And then the agents were like, hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And before we knew it, we were working with insurance agents across the whole country on helping their clients, helping their realtors, their lenders, not just on flood insurance, but educating them on what to do in certain situations. And this year, we've dedicated to 
365 flood videos in 365 days, and now also a video and a blog on every single flood map change across the country. And so that's kind of what brings us to today. Wow, interesting, interesting. That is uh, that is really really cool for you to for you to be able to see that. What do you what do you guys think about that? I mean, yeah, see, even the loyal listeners, they're cheering. Yes, I know they're. They're they're thinking that, that that was really really good of you for to be able to notice that there was a, a brand there that there was something that says you could focus and say this is all about creating a niche right and you're doing it in this personal line space I mean actually I guess it's commercial lines too but the beauty of what you're doing is is nobody's doing it and I imagine you have some there's other flood gurus out there but they aren't harnessing the video they're not harnessing automation they're not harnessing social and digital marketing to the degree that you are that's elevating you to let people know you know it's that that guy's the best kept secret over there in the corner that knows about flood and you've taken the opposite and said i'm not sitting in a corner i don't want to be the best kept secret i want to help people am i right yeah and that's why like with all of our videos what's really important to me is that i shoot our videos on site in communities where people can recognize things if that means me traveling a thousand miles to do a meeting and then shooting some videos there like I did in New Orleans and Memphis last week. And we're scheduled in Kansas and Oklahoma and Nebraska in a couple months. That's what people want to see. They want to see something real. They want to say, hey, you know what? This can relate to me because you're five minutes down the road from me talking about local issues that relate to me. Right. And the other thing about you, Chris, is that I'm just not bringing you on like I've used you. Nicholas Ayers uh, made a big post about you and using you. I've talked with other agents inside of our mastermind. And it's like, I'm a guy that's focused on my own niches, right? And sometimes I may have too many of those. And so when I run into these generalist type things, which I would consider flood that for me, number one, I shouldn't be selling it. Number two, I don't know how to sell it. Number three, I can't help anybody purchase it because I really can't give them any information. And so it's so nice to turn it over to someone like you and bam, snap, boom, you help them out. So are you licensed in all 50 states? I am. You are. Okay. And so, and I guess because you're writing it through, it's a national flood plan, right? I mean, so it's, uh, do, do you just automatically have markets in every state? I'm very ignorant in this. No, I do. You have, you know, the National Flood Insurance Program, which is what 99% of people think is out there. Then you have the private market. But see, then we take it a step further. And even in our videos, we talk about, hey, we're here to help you understand your flood risk, your flood insurance, and actually mitigate your home. So we actually even teach people how to possibly get their flood zone changed. And sometimes, you know, we do this on the side and we charge a fee for it, but we actually go and argue their zones and say, hey, this customer zone should be this. We win. We submit the information to the mortgage company. We get the requirement removed. And now we've helped them increase their property value 20%. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Dot com. Cast certified. 
So, I mean, it's amazing, once again, how you're helping people. And, and I mean, like I said, it's not so much you're helping the public with things that they just don't know about, but then you're also helping agents like me being able to help clients. And I'm completely ignorant about it. That was one of the reasons why it really made me work. We've gotten a couple calls recently because right now, living literally five miles from the Mississippi, well, I probably live about 10 miles from Mississippi, probably less than that, somewhere in there. We're it's it's in overflowing its banks right now, and so I've got some buddies who work on the river who are having to work twelve hour days, seven days a week because they're like an emergency flood, a warning, and it's like now that makes people think about it. Now they start calling us. Now I don't know crap about it, but now I feel better because I know this guy Chris. And it's not so much that you know about it, but like, dude, like I said, this isn't just a ploy for you. This just isn't just. A, I mean, this is a brand that you have like taken by the horns, and you have a lot of fun with it. Am I right? I do. But it's also important to me now that, you know, what we're discovering, for example, this morning had a lady in a coastal state in Florida say, hey, I don't really know the difference between private and NFIP. Can you tell me the difference? So now what I'm able to do with a lot of this is actually share our videos from our library that's continuing to teach. And we're building this kind of huge resource now where people and other agents can go to say, hey, I don't really know a lot about this. Check out this video. And I think this is going to provide a lot of value to you. Yeah, you do. You're providing me the content to be able to share, to be able to help you out. That's that's phenomenal, dude. That's phenomenal. And I mean, and you're you're all about automation as well. I mean, you're automating things. I mean, first of all, there's nobody in really, I think I saw a report from Facebook uh, like two days ago about the people who post the most. And I think you were like in the top three. Blew me away that it was worldwide. But Chris, you were you were like literally top three for posting the most. And then none of that's automated. That's simply just me. I know, I know, I know. But man, I'm telling you what, you ask more damn questions than I've ever seen in my life. You know, you just want to get everybody's opinion on everything. And it cracks me up because you just don't post and leave it. I mean, you get in there and, and reply and stuff, which is pretty cool. Do you just find that to be a huge resource to you? I do. Like, for example, like in these groups, I'll ask an open-ended question. Today, we were talking about some flood zone changes for a certain area of the country. And people started asking these questions or started hating on FEMA. And so I started posting all these different blog articles that I had written that answered all these questions. And so I guess I kind of take a different approach with it. I'm the worst salesperson in the world. But to me, I'm just really good at product placement and marketing. And if I'm able to use my blogs and videos to do that, then they do the selling for me because of the educational value that we're providing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. So tell me, I mean, where do you see this going? Where do you, do you see yourself being in some little bitty, you know, agency or, or, or growing this on a, on a national scene? I mean, you sound like you're traveling everywhere. What's, what's your thoughts on that? Well, my ultimate goal is that I've got the community first, which is the independent agency. But my ultimate goal over the next three to five years is kind of either that kind of goes away or I have producers who just handle that side. And all I do is flood education across the country, the flood insurance, the zone changes, and even, you know, helping people with automation. Because the big thing with the flood education now is that I'm CE certifying everything in every state. So now we'll be able to teach it to realtors as continue education courses and get paid to do it. But also traveling the country, what we're doing with these meetings is we're actually setting them up with local insurance agents where they go in there and we just come in and talk on the flood. And what we're able to do is help make that other insurance agent a local expert on everything. All we're doing is assisting with the flood. Wow. Well, I tell you what, as the entrepreneur in my brain is just going wild at all the possibilities that you uh, have. Actually, one of the downfalls of your 
all is you have too many things. So, I mean, you'd have to really make sure you focus on it because it seems like you have a lot of money-making avenues that you're not intending to make money at all. But the service that you provide is so unique and so rare and you're so good at it. Let's just be honest that there's, uh, I think if you help enough people get what they want, which is helping their clients with the flood issues that they're not deeply knowledgeable about, you'll get what you want. So that's um. That's really exciting, dude. You've got a, a lot of great things going on in your plans. And I mean, how's this how's this changing your family? How's this how's this working in the family life? Uh, it's interesting right now because when we started our agency, I didn't really travel that much. And now I'm traveling a lot. You know, my wife's just started a new job. So it's been a big adjustment for her because it's kind of come out of nowhere. But then at the same time, she's like, you know, building a national brand was never the plan. It just kind of happened. Yeah. What does Henry Ford say? It seems as if the the harder I work, the luckier I get, right? So it's just that it's that one of those things right there. But like I tell her too, I said, you can't fight it though, because who says this opportunity never comes around again? Yeah. You can't find it also because dude, like your competition is nil and it's not like there's a bunch of people that are going to get in the business and go, Hey, I want to I want to get in there and, and start selling that flood. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just nah. no, because even most agents are like, look, I don't even know how you make a living because the premiums are so cheap. Well, that's where the zone change fees have come into play. Charging for the flood education. You know, you got to kind of generate income in those areas as you're building a book. Yeah. And I can only imagine, though, as well, like this is advantageous for the government. Right. This is advantageous because, I mean, seriously, they want more people to buy so through uh, the flood plan so that they don't have to pick up so much that's not covered. Right. If they're going to pay flood claims, they might as well make sure that the person's paying some kind of because here's here's let me get to that. Let me ask you this. So it used to be that back in the day, now this is back around Hurricane Andrew and stuff. This is like early 90s. But there's a there is there a rule that says if you don't have flood coverage, and FEMA has to pay, they'll pay the first time, but you have to carry flood insurance after that. And if you don't, and you have a flood again, FEMA doesn't have to pay. Is there any truth to that? There is. Like, that's what uh, I actually just had a conversation with a customer yesterday. She said, look, the reason I have to carry flood insurance now is because FEMA paid out disaster assistance on this claim from a few years ago. And I said, yes, FEMA did pay it out. However, if we can take a look at your flood zone, the requirement may not be there, but we still recommend carrying it. Gotcha. Gotcha. But then people think, hey, you know, I can't get reasonable flood insurance because I've had a claim, which isn't the case. There's a great private market that provides some really good resources. Right. We use Palomar, I think, P A L M O R. I think they're out of San Diego or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, I use them. They're under Prospect General, but we use them in about 10 different states. Yeah. Yeah. I know very little about them. I just hear my sales team talking about them and my team talking, but I, I don't, I didn't really know exactly what it was. But yeah, so what are some other big things that, I mean, it seems like this maps is an issue. And I've always heard that the maps are outdated or the maps are wrong. What does that mean when we hear that, like about these flood maps not being right? I mean, what does that mean? Well, it's because FEMA is so far behind the technology that actually private insurance companies are using technology that the government should have used it years ago. But let's just take Houston, for example. When Hurricane Harvey hit, all of Houston was in the low-risk flood zone, but they shouldn't have been because FEMA was going back and forth with the local government trying to agree on a map for many years that they are in the process of changing. Well, nobody could agree, so everything was low-risk. So the banks were like, hey, you're not required to carry it. So now 85% of the people who lived in Houston didn't have flood insurance because it wasn't required because the maps were incorrect. And so all those people faced bankruptcy, foreclosure. And then I imagine the opposite happens, right? 
there's some people that can't get flood insurance, even though they, I mean, they, how would I say that opposite? I just got that, uh, that backwards in my head. So you've got people who didn't have it, who should have had it. And, and you have people that shouldn't have had it that do, that are required to get it. A lot of times we'll get a call, not a lot of times, but we've gotten many calls from banks and they're like, Hey, I have no idea why in the heck I have to get flood insurance, but the bank is mandating it. So you see it both ways, I imagine. You do, because especially right now, as I'm addressing all these map changes, people are like, hey, why is this being required? And I just wrote a blog last night for the Birmingham map changes. Hey, you're getting a letter from your mortgage company that states this. And the reason is your flood map just changed two months ago. And now you're in a special flood hazard area that you weren't before. So your uh, mortgage company is giving you up to 12 months to get coverage. So this is the process. These are the options. You can fight it. And this is how you can fight it. You can go ahead and take a policy out. This is how you can take a policy out. Wow. And then they go to your website or something to get the policy or you're driving them somewhere to where they're buying it through you. How are you doing that? Well, you know, we'll take care of the flood insurance policy for them. But like we tell them, that's how we're a little different. I said, we're not here to, you know, necessarily just set up your flood policy for you. We're here to help you analyze the situation first. Look at all the options and say, hey, maybe there's some incorrect information here. Let's go argue it. Or, hey, you know what? I actually need more coverage than the bank is telling me. I said, so that's the first thing we want to do is we want to analyze every situation individually. And that's why even though I have virtual assistants and everything, I analyze every single situation on flood myself uh, for quote goes out or anything. It's looking at not just all the different options, but the history of the property. Hey, has this thing been in a low risk flood zone in the last two years? Was the map recently changed? Or, you know, what's the private market saying? Hey, the bank's requiring 250000 but the customer has an $800,000 loan. What do we need to do to close the gap where the customer's not exposed and maybe stuck with a house and a $600,000 loan and they can't live in it? Wow. What's a very basic thing that is in flood that the average person or agent doesn't know? Maybe about the building, about the contents, about, I mean, what is something that it's just like most people don't know this and it's so basic? Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing in a general national flood insurance program policy is that additional living expenses is not covered. So if your house floods, who's paying for your hotel? Now, if there's a presidential declaration, you can get some resources, but it's not part of the flood policy. And that's one of the benefits of the private market. I've got a customer in Nebraska right now that switched from FEMA to the private market. But she's like, you know what? She goes, I'm in a bad situation, but it could have been a lot worse. At least I have my hotel for the next six months covered. Wow. So in the private market, you could get those additional living expenses. Not only that, like, you know, we'll do million dollar policies through the private market every day. Wow. Okay. And with the National Flood Insurance Program, you can only get up to 250000 You can only get 100000 on contents, but you can't get replacement cost on contents. Wow. See, this is stuff that I had no idea about. Flood only pays out in two situations, either more than one property is flooded or two acres. So like we just did a lot of video content in Minnesota with uh, seepage and basements from Snowpack. Hey, you may actually not be covered at all if your house is the only one impacted. Or, hey, your your water table in the ground is completely full and the water's coming up from there. That's not going to be covered by flood. Wow. But these personal or these uh, private markets are covering a lot of this. Well, they, none of them are going to cover groundwater. Only thing that's going to be covered by uh, flood is surface water. Right. And that makes sense. I mean, that totally, totally makes sense. Or like there's a, there's a moratorium with private flood insurance right now in 20 states because of the Mississippi, because of what happened up north. And people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. So we're doing a lot of content right now. What the moratorium, what does it mean? You know, what are your resources? Wow. And so is there a place like through FEMA or something that you're finding out all this stuff, like what's happening in Birmingham and up in Minnesota? I guess you have things that are feeding to you to help you create this content? 
Yeah, like I've got a company that sends me all the updates of the pending flood map changes. I've been through the FEMA higher education. I almost went to work for FEMA. <laughs> so I'm able to lose a lot of those resources for the map changes. And I actually get a list of how many properties in the area are going to be affected. You know, hey, this many, we, we're projecting this many properties are going to be moved into it are going to be moved out of it. The rates are going to change. And so that's where we use a lot of our information is what happens is when FEMA puts out a pending map, they go back and forth, could be several years. And then they release what's called a letter of final determination six months before the map goes into place. And so when they do that, we get a hold of that. We push out a ton of educational content on what does it mean? How's it going to impact property values? Can you fight it? And things like that. But then also what people don't realize is FEMA publishes the final flood map in the newspaper 90 days before it goes into effect. And it goes into effect on the 91st day. Now, they do some other stuff through the local communities. But if you don't have a mortgage on a property, you may not have even known that your flood zone changed. That's the number one thing we hear from people. Or maybe you're closing on a house on the 92nd day and the new map went into place on the 91st day. And so that's why we teach people, look, go to our website, order those own determinations, educate yourself. Know those resources. You know, we provide these to everyone across the country for free. I really like this, dude. You really, I mean, my brain is going, because I think that you're just doing such a service for FEMA. You basically are, are, are an outsourced marketing thing for FEMA. And, and truthfully, I mean, just, just talk about, that's to me where your ultimate goal is, is getting with them to have them grant you money in order to be able to create all this content. And to be able to say, hey, I have a system that every time something comes out, I know this. Here's what I'm doing. I'm already doing this. But if you can show a real impact as to how you're helping them being able to make aware to the public, man, I think you've got a ton of funding coming from FEMA's side. I mean, I know that they don't have a lot of money, but you're not asking for a ton either. It's just uh, I think you have a legitimate case to be able to say, I'm really doing your marketing and your job for you. Why don't we create some kind of partnership? You know what I mean? Well, we've actually already started on that because they saw our videos on LinkedIn. And so FEMA and the National Flood Insurance Program reached out and said, hey, we want to provide some educational value to your audience. And so we're working on doing a video series together about simply educating them. Hey, what's covered? You know, what's changing with the new National Flood Insurance Program coming out in 2020? And so we're working on putting some videos together about how they can provide that content with a, to our audience. It's not, hey, bash anybody or sell anybody. It's strictly educational resource is what we want to focus on. Yeah, I know. But hey, don't let them some bitches get it to you for free. I mean, what you're doing is uh, is worth a lot of money. So yeah, that's, uh, whew, I'm happy for you, dude. You've, you've got some really, really cool stuff. And where can people mo- find out more about you, Chris? If you go to our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Uh, also, check out our Facebook and our YouTube channels, The Flood Insurance Guru, where we do those daily videos. And you can even find us on LinkedIn, The Flood Insurance Guru. Fantastic, man. That is uh, that is great. For all you loyal listeners, be sure to reach out to Chris. Like I said, I, me personally, I have used him. Other agents have. You can just tell by this call through this podcast that he is uh, very knowledgeable. You can hear your excitement and just the... Uh, it's really refreshing. I love it when insurance agents get out there and find a niche and you can really just, I don't know, like you said, that it was your passion to be a flood guy, but I think that as time goes, it's kind of become your passion because you realize, Hey, I'm smart. I know about this and no one else does. 
it's kind of sometimes one of the cool things about being an insurance agent is that we know things that the average client doesn't know. And to be honest with you, they don't care about. And you've actually went, went one layer deeper, right? Now you are in a game where other insurance agents who are licensed to sell it don't know about that. And so you're, you're one step deeper into that niche. And for everybody who doesn't know, you may, uh, some of you loyal listeners, or if you guys follow us online, you may be surprised that this would be the first time you would hear this, but I have thrown out there that Chris Green, the flood guru, I think the name I like to call him is Floody. And I mean, I think Floody does a really good job out there on social media. And so if you guys know of Floody, be sure to say that you heard him on this podcast. I think you need to get a mascot. Didn't you talk about that, Chris? And you're going to name him Floody? I did. I was joking with people that I was going to get a wave or a raindrop. Yeah, I know. I think that'd be great. I'm telling you. <laughs> a wave or a raindrop. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. With all of our flood stuff, though, and you mentioned the automation, is we've made all those other insurance agents actually part of our automation now where we build a link for every one of them. And so what happens is when they submit that link, I say, look, send your customer the link. Because what we're going to do is redirect them to leave you a review. And we're going to send that customer a thank you card in the mail with your information on there. Because our job is to make you look like the hero. We're just handling the flood. Our job is to make sure that customer sends you a ton of business. And they're a lifelong customer because of the relationship that we helped you build with them. Nice. Nice. Yes. The loyal listeners, they love it too. They do. I do. We even have it built to where the customer moves through the sales process. The referral partner, if it's an insurance agent, is getting updates. Hey, this is what's going on with your customer. Love it, dude. Love it. And once again, reach out to Chris Green, also known as Floody, and reach out to him and talk to him about this stuff. You've got some questions. And here's an amazing thing. I think even if you sell flood insurance, he's provided a wealth of content for you to be able to learn things. I guarantee you there's probably five things you said, Chris, that most people did not know about flood insurance because I know I heard at least about five or 10 of those. And I've actually went to flood classes through CIC and doing updates and stuff. And I still don't understand. And uh, I still totally forgot that you can only get 250000 on a building. I mean, that's ridiculous. I'll tell you one thing we've been teaching agents a lot lately, though, is, you know, hey, they're like, well, I really want to handle a flood. I said, well, that's fine. But let's ask you this question. How much is a $50 flood policy costing your agency when you could focus on other things? Yeah, a lot. That's right, dude. Because it's costing them a lot by not. You're so right, dude. You're so right. This is our problem, Chris. So I can't go on about this because we got to we got to cut this down. But that this is our problem. We we keep we have this this symptom as agents that we that we chase the shiny thing all the time. Believe me, I fall victim to it just as much. But we also do that as we chase the shiny object of insurance. Right. It's like now I want to do the the flood. You're not understanding um, time versus the amount of money you make. That is something that agents are terrible at. And I was terrible at it until a couple of years ago, but understanding that how much you're worth per hour versus the amount of money that you're really truly making for the agency. And once people start realizing that, hey, I am worth $400 an hour, so I need someone to do the tasks that make me only $200 an hour, that eventually you, that's when you will start making $600, $700 an hour for the agency. And then you feel people to make those $400 an hour jobs and it just keeps building. But what we do is, is we realize we are worth $300 an hour and yet we keep doing a hundred hour worth of it. And that doesn't just affect us personally in our own pocketbooks. It affects us as an agency, which means it affects everybody's pocketbooks and their time as well. 
So I think you're so right in that. Like, just give it over to me. I know. And like you said, my goal is that they're going to uh, have a better situation so that you get more business. And I'm so tired of these people that are like, well, Chris, I don't want to give it to you, man, because you may take some of my business. I think that's a bullshit excuse, bro. I think it's a bullshit excuse. Well, because we don't cross sell at all. We have no desire to cross sell. And that's the reason why you will not find anything but flood on our website. Yeah, it's it's baloney, dude. It's just another excuse. But that's cool. If they're going to be like that, that tells you how they are. And you can move on to those who, who do find that value like I do and many others do. So, Chris, once again, thank you very much for coming on to the uh, podcast, man. I've greatly uh, pre- appreciated you having on. This was a good thing. It was way overdue. But also learned a bunch of stuff in the meantime. So thank you very much. And to everybody out there, I told you he works in an agency. He is the bomb. He is the man. And because he is a real agent in a real agency, and he just delivered you the real agency intelligence, not the artificial intelligence they try to make you believe out there. This has been Jason Cass with the flood guru, Chris Green, also known as Floody. And we are out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.